your cells, because we have PCOS, don't have that 40 to 1 ratio of myo and d inositol that we need in order to be better at insulin sensitivity. We, as women with PCOS, we struggle with having enough omega-3, and this contributes to insulin sensitivity. And that's why these supplements that we talk about when it comes to Metabolism Plus or Ovacetol, that's why we talk about these because they're kind of filling those nutrient gaps that make it so hard to change our diet sometimes. Doctor said you got PCOS. Now go on, girl, just lose some weight. Till I took the symptoms into my own hands and reversed them naturally. So I became a dietitian to help my sisters feel the best they've ever felt. Take a step in my direction if you wanna prove them wrong and take control of yourself. This is just telling. It's been quite a morning, sisters. Another perfectly timed episode that was not intentional, but we're having a rough one today, as you can tell from my voice. We are. As it turns out, our supplements are delayed a couple weeks yet again, and we just feel really bad because everyone's so excited to get these supplements at their door and santa sleigh is delayed yeah santa sleigh broke down is how you can look i, I don't know I'm, we're, we're frustrated and the sisters are frustrated it's not broke down oh. it's oh. delayed oh delayed yeah let's not uh, be dramatic no no, no i know of course. seriously i'm over here like okay there's nothing i can do about it except profusely apologize yeah well to give a little background on what happened so basically when we launched we did a pre-launch in september and of course we had as many ready as possible but we sold out and we got a lot of extra orders and of course we sent those people emails saying hey we're gonna have it ready uh, in november sorry for the delay and of course we, there's always an option to cancel and for those who are still waiting we we're waiting for november and then yesterday i emailed the warehouse i'm like hey guys are you <laughs> shipping it out today <laughs> and then i get this email that says uh so i have some bad news for you the curcumin supplier has been delayed Therefore, um, as you know, Metabolism Plus is uh, composed of four supplements. One of them is curcumin. And without it, we can't ship the whole thing out. So uh, we had to delay it for two weeks. And I mean, I will say it is coming from pretty far away. It's coming from France. It's frustrating for us, of course. And we know how frustrating it is for the sisters who ordered it. Like we totally understand that like for anyone who is, um, you know, annoyed of the delay and things like that. So we just want to say like for everyone who ordered their metabolism plus, we completely understand if we're in your uh, shoes as well, we would be frustrated too, but just know that we're just as frustrated um, with the whole situation. It's just like completely out of our hands. Let's all just sit back and watch CDAC handle this for us. Yeah. Anyways. Well, for those waiting, we hope you keep waiting. If not, please email us and we'll definitely help you out. So with that being said, let's jump into the episode, uh, which is... Send it over. Oh, you didn't get the episode doc, Tali? No, babe. Oh, come on. We're oh, going to talk on. about fatigue today and how stress can contribute to fatigue. Oh, yeah. And the cycle of needing coffee, more fatigue... Yeah. More coffee, more I mean, fatigue. Let's, yeah, let's, let's turn it into a positive episode because obviously <laughs> you, you can see we're frustrated, but obviously at the end of the day, you know, we're trying our best and, 
you know? Yeah. We just gotta go, gotta go through and do our best to, to help as many sisters as possible. Right, Talon? That's right. Cool. All right. Let's just jump into the episode today. Um, does PCOS cause fatigue is the first question. Um, like, that's the title of the episode. Does PCOS cause fatigue? Um, you tell us, Talon. Does PCOS cause fatigue? <laughs> Having PCOS makes us more prone to symptoms of fatigue because of the hormonal imbalances happening. So a lot of times when you have PCOS, you have cortisol dysregulation. That's when your stress hormones are all dysregulated and high when they don't need to be and low when they don't need to be. And that contributes to you not being in a, you know, energetic mood when you should be throughout the day. You know, we should have natural energy. Why shouldn't we? We shouldn't depend on caffeine. Our body should be able to generate energy. And that's metabolism, right? Mm -hmm. Metabolism is when your body's able to generate energy from the food you eat and from the way that you work out and so on and the way that you move your body. And yeah. having fatigue has a lot to do with your metabolic function. And we always talk about weight loss. Sure. That's a result of improving metabolic function, but so is having more energy and not being as fatigued. Yeah, absolutely. And when we look at the reasons women with PCOS feel fatigue, we created a list of seven and we'll kind of go through each one. But just to kind of give you the, the seven right now and then uh, before we go through them, number one is irregular sleeping patterns, uh, underactive thyroid, iron deficiency, anemia. Number four is uh, low vitamin B12 or vitamin D. Number five is insulin resistance. Number six is PCOS medications. And number seven is depression. And starting with the first one, irregular sleeping patterns, obviously makes sense if you're not sleeping enough or properly, you're going to feel tired. You know, that means, you know, like your circadian rhythm, meaning your cortisol hormone and your melatonin hormone is going to be off sync. So that's going to cause you to be tired throughout the day. And then the next one, time is underactive thyroid. Yes. Break that down for us. When you have hypothyroid, which is one of the PCOS types, um, it looks like if you have only hypothyroid, you have a lot of symptoms similar to PCOS. Often people have PCOS and hypothyroid together. That's not very uncommon. And your thyroid controls your metabolism and the way your body produces energy. So mm -hmm. if it's hypoactive and it's not working properly, then not only are you going to lose weight slower or not at all, but also you'll feel fatigued because you're not able to create energy for your body. Yeah. And then the third reason why women with PCOS get fatigue is because of iron deficiency anemia, mm -hmm. which seems to be very common. A lot of times when we're sensitive to foods like gluten, it can inhibit our ability to absorb nutrients like iron. Yeah. So that's definitely something to consider if you struggle with iron deficiency anemia. See if when you cut out gluten, that helps. Yes. And related to number three is number four, which is having low vitamin B12 or vitamin D, both of which um, deficiencies have been linked to chronic fatigue. So get your labs checked. Make sure that you are, uh, you know, good in all your vitamins, iron, B12, vitamin D. I mean, basically everything. And then next one is insulin resistance. Insulin resistance is basically when your metabolism isn't working properly. And again, you're not creating that energy for your cells. Um, your cells should be communicating with insulin. Insulin should be giving our cells, you know, the sugar that's broken down from the food that we eat so that our cells can burn it up and use it for energy. And, you know, so we don't gain weight. 
And when we're insulin resistant and our cells can't communicate with insulin, then we end up gaining weight in the midsection. We aren't metabolizing what we're eating very well. Insulin remains high. We get cravings and fatigue and the list goes on. So if you ever feel like after a meal, you just need a nap, it may have been too high in carbs and you may have insulin resistance and good old Ovacetol can come in here and help. Did you hear about that sister who took Ovacetol and finally got her period after a year of not having one? Incredible. I see those kinds of messages on Instagram a lot. How does that even happen? Well, Ovacetol helps with healing insulin resistance, a common root issue that most PCOS sisters have. And by targeting insulin resistance, we're seeing sisters kick those crazy cravings, finally regulate their periods, ovulate, and improve their egg quality. Each packet of Ovacetol has a 40 to 1 ratio of myo-inositol and d chiroinositol This ratio is similar to the ratio that should be found in the body. But with women like me who have PCOS, this ratio is often imbalanced. So taking Ovacetol can be super effective in treating insulin resistance starting from the root of the issue. So awesome. It tastes like nothing. So just warn me when you put it in a cup so I don't drink it. You got it, boo. Check out the link in the description to get 15% off your order. The next reason was PCOS medications. And, you know, uh, a common prescription I'm sure everyone listening has heard of is metformin, which is meant to treat insulin sensitivity. You you know I got to say it like that. (laughs) Insulin sensitivity and reduce androgens. So um, the point of metformin, again, wow, sorry. I totally lost my track of thought and I repeated what I said. I'm just going (laughs) to... So metformin is meant to treat uh, insulin resistance and improve insulin sensitivity. But what this can cause is vitamin B12 deficiencies and also B birth control. Birth control can also cause vitamin deficiencies such as, uh, I believe, B12 as well and B6 and, you know, mm-hmm. other, other ones as well. Um, so just keep in mind, if you're taking any medications like metformin or birth control, another important reason to check your labs, your vitamin levels. And then if you're looking for alternatives to metformin, of course, check this with your doctor, but an inositol supplement is a great option. Yes. Our favorite is Ovacetol. And the reason we like it so much is that there are actually research studies done on PCOS women comparing inositol to metformin. And they find that they both had the same results, except that metformin had five times the amount of side effects. Now, one of them is natural and the other one is a prescription. And um, you can guess which one we would prefer, but of course, that's up to you and up to your doctor's discretion. So talk to your doctor and see if it's it's right for you. If you're interested, we have a 15% off code in our episode description. Yes. And number seven, the seventh reason why women with PCOS feel fatigued is depression and anxiety. So this often is a side effect of taking birth control. It's often also a side effect of just having poor metabolism. You know, when we have our metabolic dysfunction, when insulin resistance is happening, when stress hormones are dysregulated, it leads to symptoms like depression. It also leads to symptoms like really painful cystic acne and hair loss that can lead to depression and anxiety. And having low progesterone, which is pretty common with PCOS women, also feels like anxiety Mm -hmm. and depression. So all of it can really just create this awful environment for our mental health. And that's why we 
want everyone to be very proactive in managing PCOS. Don't wait until you want to get pregnant. Start now. Start understanding what's happening with insulin resistance now and how you can heal your metabolic dysfunction so you can lose weight and have more energy and just thrive, you know? That's what we mean when we say thrive with PCOS. Absolutely. Now, we're not going to stop there. We're not going to just tell you the causes of fatigue and just leave you there hanging. We're going to tell you how to treat treat it as well and actually get rid of this uh, fatigue that's troubling you day to day. Before we do that, though, halftime break. Let's go to our Q&A, though, for this, uh, for this week's episode. These are some questions that we compiled from different social media channels that we have, uh, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. If you want to follow us on those channels, just, just go there and search for PCOS Weight Loss, and you will find us. We also have our Pinterest and blog as well. Speaking of the blog, sorry, not to rant. Uh, if you want to see this episode in a you know blog format, you can find it on our website at PCOSWeightLoss.org. Just go there, go to the blog section, and you can find this exact episode in a blog format, everything outlined there for you with links as well. Okay, cool. First episode for you, babe. I'm new to PCOS. Is it normal to just keep gaining and gaining weight even when you eat well? Question from Perfect Angel Girl. Girl, yes. I mean, I thought I was eating well and I was eating, you know, 1200 calories. That's not a lot. That's not enough. Back in the day, I was eating normal, like, you know, nothing greasy, nothing very caloric. It was just like, salads and sandwiches and like light things and I was still gaining weight uncontrollably because I wasn't supporting metabolic hormones I wasn't balancing my plate with protein carb fiber and fat so that my blood sugar was stable so that my metabolism could work properly these things are the most important it's not about how much or how little you're eating um, or what crazy diet you're on. It's about supporting the metabolic hormones and healing things like insulin resistance or else, yes, we just keep gaining and gaining weight, because gaining more and more weight because our metabolism doesn't work. You know, I don't know what happens, but all of a sudden for me personally, it was like I was 18 and boom, I started gaining weight. My metabolism stopped working and it just like snowballed out of control. I didn't know about metabolic hormones. I didn't know about insulin resistance. But if I did, then I would have realized there are so many things we can do. And we talk about them a lot on this podcast and in the sisterhood, our membership program where women are learning about PCOS and how to manage it and regaining control of their weight and health. I mean, instead of just letting it spiral for years and being given birth control and ignoring it for more years and then trying to get pregnant and struggling. Okay, all right, we're kind of ranting. All right, uh, our last question is from MS Weiss. Uh, What is the best protein powder for PCOS? Uh, So for this one, I actually highly recommend going to our one of our recent episodes. Just the other the other week, maybe like three, four episodes ago, it was um, how to pick the best protein powder for PCOS weight loss. So you can refer to that, but just to kind of give you some that you can uh, look for, uh, we love Garden of Life unflavored protein powder. It's vegan and it doesn't have any stevia, so it's really great. No sugar. Just keep in mind though, like it's unflavored, so it's better for smoothies because if you just do it with water. It's going to be like you drinking like <laughs> kind of like chalk. <laughs> but, you know, it's a healthy sway, but it's completely up to you. You can get flavored stuff, too. But just keep in mind the flavored stuff, you know, is um, is fake, artificial. And then uh, another one that we like is hemp protein powder from Amazon. Uh, great option. And then philosophy protein powder is also great. So uh, those would be our top three or just three in general. Okay. 
let's go back to the episode. Oh, we have one more question I wanted to answer. Oh, shoot. Nan Sirana says, I'm so sorry. How do I reduce carbs? It's so hard for me to do so. And I really want to answer this because I know that it's really hard for women with PCOS who have insulin resistance to reduce their carb intake sometimes and, and make it consistent. I always talk about discovering your carb tolerance and that does require like slightly reducing your carbs and understanding how many carbs your body can manage without feeling fatigued, without feeling like you need a nap, you know, just the right amount of carbs to give you energy and keep your metabolism moving. That's discovering your carb tolerance. But also if you're really struggling with carbs and you're really craving them and just cravings like driving you crazy all the time, right? Supplementing comes in. Supplements are there to support your diet. They're not to like cure, you know, PCOS. They're to support what we're eating and how we're eating. So if you want to cut out carbs a little bit, cut down on carbs. If you want to cut down on carbs, supplementing with ovacetol, drinking that during your lunch, taking curcumin, omega-3, everything that's in our metabolism plus bundle in the morning to set yourself up for a day of good blood sugar control. These will supplement your body and improve your cell metabolism so that you're not craving carbs so much. And what I mean by that, without going into a huge you know, tangent about supplements, is your cells, because we have PCOS, don't have that 40 to 1 ratio of myo and d inositol that we need in order to be better at insulin sensitivity. And we as women with PCOS, we struggle with having enough omega-3. And this contributes to insulin sensitivity. And that's why these supplements that we talk about when it comes to metabolism plus or ovacetol, that's why we talk about these because they're kind of filling those nutrient gaps that make it so hard to change our diet sometimes. Great job, babe. I love your, I love your long answers because like it's just so in-depth. So I'm serious. I'm not being sarcastic. <laughs> I, it might sound sarcastic because I'm You've I'm, heard it so many times. No, I'm just in a state of still shock, still, you know? About the supplements? I, yeah, I haven't forgot about it. Did I just stress you out? Is that why you were holding yeah, you your about, eyes? Yeah, you had to bring up the supplements. Oh. The, sec- the second time I said the supplements, I like sat back I'm in like, my chair. Like, what's I was like, with you? I'm like, I'm trying to go on this excellent tangent of <laughs> I'm talking about supplements in... All right, in my, in my frustration, I... You I, ripped I, the cable out of... <laughs> not like on purpose, like it got stuck on my leg and then the cable came out, so I had to... <laughs> Honestly, I'm going on a tangent about the supplements and you lean back and close your eyes and I'm like, what's wrong, dude? Is it something I said? Sorry, I'm having a breakdown right now, so... Okay, let's go into... Well, talking about everything you talked about, we're going to really get into the first tip of how to treat PCOS fatigue which is maintaining a balanced PCOS diet. So Tyne talked about insulin resistance, carbs. So of course, like intuitively eating and keeping your insulin resistance in mind. Of course, going gluten dairy-free to see if that helps with your symptoms of insulin resistance, inflammation, uh, discovering your carb tolerance. So essentially, you know, maintaining that balanced PCOS diet is going to be a great way to make sure your body has the proper, you know, like fuel it needs. It's just like a car. If a car has the gasoline it needs, it's going to have the ability to drive, right? So it's the same thing with energy. Sorry for that very simple comparison, Mm -hmm. but it's essentially, you know, what it is. And the better gasoline you put in your car, like, you know, like a sports car needs like 91 gasoline. Okay. Whereas like, 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 let's say a Honda needs a 87. 
Not that a Honda's a bad car, but Listen, my, my, my point is the better food you put, it's like the better gas right. than you put in a car. That's all I'm trying yes. to say. Yes, yes. We Italians first, Italian uh, has a Honda, so I don't think what, we're saying Connors are bad. When are you going to say going gluten and dairy free? Because that is 91. Oh, you did. <laughs> if you're trying to put 91 gas in your car, <laughs> choose gluten and dairy free. Um, choosing foods that are less inflammatory will help with insulin resistance and will help your cells metabolize what we're eating properly so reducing inflammation is huge next what's the second way to treat pcos fatigue maintain a good sleep schedule yeah a lot of you might be struggling with falling asleep and that's why we always suggest cbd if that's the case or even melatonin and we'll leave the link in the description for you Mm -hmm. but Making sure that you're prioritizing sleep is really important. Get those screens away from your eyes. I know the blue light glasses are helpful, but honestly, if you just put the screens away a couple hours before you go to bed, read a book, light a candle, don't have a lot of bright lights on, set the tone for good quality sleep so that and take your CBD, take your melatonin, whatever it takes, magnesium, and just get in that bed eight hours so you can have some energy the next day yeah and just wanted to add on to that too like when we talk about having good sleep we're not just, we're not just talking about having good seven eight hours of sleep we're talking about having a good sleep schedule as well so that also means like especially in the beginning when you're trying to have a good sleep schedule it's like not sleeping throughout the day so if you are tired i know it's difficult and kind of counterintuitive but don't sleep so that at night you can really sleep for a full night and not have like interruptions in your sleep cycle because you already slept in the day. That way you can kind of get your body used to more of a deeper sleep in the evenings. And of course, like like Tyne said about the screens in the, in the night. And I've even heard like, I don't know if this is like 100% true. Please do like do your own research as well. But I heard the blue light glasses actually don't work or they're not as effective as mm. thought. Look into that, everyone who, if you're listening, I just heard this in a recent podcast and I just wanted to just say it in case, you know, anybody was interested in using it. Just look into it before you order it. They certainly make me feel better. But if my it works sister, for you, then that's great. my sister has really intense yellow, like they, it's oh, wow. blue light blogging. Her glasses are like yellow. Okay. Yeah. It's crazy the way it changes the color of everything. And that probably is like really high quality. So maybe yeah. it just depends on where you get it from. Yeah. Next is to stay hydrated because our body function is using fluid, right? We need water for our cells to work properly. We need to stay hydrated. It's all about our cell structure, our ability to fight inflammation and our insulin sensitivity and water has a lot to do with that. So yes, if you're, especially if you're working out, you want to make sure that you're drinking enough water that will also help you feel you know, energized and taken care of. Yeah. And then uh, next one is, and this is going to be the least popular tip right here, is to reduce your caffeine intake. Oh, how dare you, sir? No. Okay. So I should write a book on this because <laughs> I was able to reduce my caffeine intake and basically cut it out completely and like, et cetera, et cetera. And it was super hard. And now I, I recently interest, introduced very small amounts back and just kind of keep it in check but basically like what does caffeine do it gives you a boost of energy right but when you abuse it it essentially creates like a reliability on your body but something else that it does is that it pumps up your cortisol hormone it's a natural um, side effect of caffeine and it affects 
some people's stress hormone, your cortisol hormone, more than others. So for me, for example, when I would drink a cup of coffee, to be honest, I drink way too much. I would drink two, three, or four uh, some days. I would start to feel like this jittery feeling in my heart, like as if I'm about to have a panic attack. I would have this cortisol. And then whenever a situation would come down, like let's say somebody asked me a question at work or something annoying happened, I would like get annoyed immediately without like any like, you know, transition period <laughs> it was like zero to 100 you know like immediately so like that was the coffee like and then and I, I slowly cut it out and it was even one cup of coffee would affect me so i cut it out completely for about six months maybe actually like eight months 10 months something like that and then while we were in europe because you know like i don't know like you're in italian cafes and like this and that <laughs> you know i just started to just have like one espresso um uh, one espresso shot in the mornings but then, like, anytime I felt that it was too much, I would, like, kind of stop for a minute. So that's, like, how I did it. So just a recommendation. Yeah, I mean, the more you rely on coffee for energy, the worse your cortisol becomes. Yeah. Because you're literally not producing enough energy for your body and you're relying on coffee. And instead of healing what's going on and what's causing the fatigue, you're pumping more cortisol from your adrenal glands. Yeah. And the more cortisol you pump, the more fatigued you're going to be later. And the more coffee you're going to need again. Yeah. It's this endless cycle. And I know I don't have PCOS. I'm not trying to say like, oh, it's no, the it's same anyone, thing. anyone. Anyone. Yeah. I was about yeah. to say like the cortisol hormone issue affects uh, everyone. So yeah, um, that's, that's why I want to make a connection there. Yeah, exactly. Next, going outside. This helps reduce stress and <laughs> getting the rays of the sun in your eyes. Why, why don't you just combine these two? Since I'm you just... going to. <laughs> Going outside on a walk around like six o'clock to watch the sunset is great to get you in the mood for bed because literally the colors of the sun rays will help you produce more melatonin and get ready to sleep. So it's really important. And also just getting that vitamin D in because it's great for your mental energy and can improve it. Studies show by almost 40 percent. And that's a lot. Nice. Um, reducing stress it's just really important because whether you're meditating going to therapy going on a walk whatever it is self-care has so much to do with our metabolism you're reducing cortisol cortisol is a hormone that causes weight gain in the midsection the more stressed you are the harder it is to reduce that belly fat so speaking of which exercise like strenuous exercise you may find that you're not seeing good results with it you might be surprised that you still have belly fat because you're working out so hard and you're like why would this happen it's that cortisol that's raising from doing too much um strenuous exercise so yes and with that being said you still want to uh, be able to exercise regularly so that means doing your slow rate of workouts it's really important to incorporate the uh, strength training workouts because that's going to help give your body energy because the more lean muscle you have from these slow rated workouts the better your metabolism uh, the more uh, calories you burn and the more energy your body has as a result so highly recommend um, exercising regularly with slow rated workouts and also doing um, walks so you want to go on like 15 minute to 30 minute walks every day it's great if you do it after morning, uh, like after breakfast, after lunch. A really great way to kind of um, regulate your blood sugar levels after eating, especially. Something we're doing, me and Talin, um, kind of like, it's kind of on the down low. I don't know why, because we're experimenting. We got continuous glucose monitors. Mm -hmm. It's from Levels. And we're just kind of like testing it out to see how it affects us. And we're already seeing like these really cool effects when you eat and then go on a walk after and how it like regulates your mm -hmm. blood sugar. So we're going to share that on, on the on the gram 
on TikTok soon. So stay stay tuned for that. But yeah, also you can you can still do regular forms of cardio like running as well. Just keep it to about 30 minutes. I just want you to know, by the way, I was looking at the Levels app to see my blood sugar today. There was a severe spike in blood sugar at 11 p.m. when you told <laughs> me <laughs> that the supplements are delayed. No, no, no. That, yeah, okay. That was like 11.30. Okay. You came upstairs. Yeah. And my blood sugar like went up like, yeah, to yeah, 120. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, what am I going to do not tell you? Okay, but then it went Hold on, let me, down. Let me, let me look at my, my blood sugar. At like 11-ish. Rose at... 9 30 a.m that's that, breakfast it was like 11 oh yeah that was that was i guess breakfast right yeah and then, wow look how much you dropped jesus sirak okay. get a hold of yourself sir and look right now it's at 141 because i'm probably stressed out about talking about this no right because now. you ate oh yeah well well yeah we decided mm -hmm. to go get breakfast from a restaurant because yeah. we went to home depot after the gym mm -hmm. so we're like oh home depot let's go have breakfast somewhere now and then, of course, you know. All right. So the next tip is to take your supplements. Like I mentioned earlier, taking supplements like Ovacetol to improve insulin sensitivity and cell Wait, metabolism. Wrong. You said it wrong. Sensitivity. One more time. Sen slow it down a little bit. Sensitivity. Okay. I'll give it like a B minus. <laughs> and taking CoQ10, Omega-3, a good multivitamin, and curcumin for it antioxidants for anti-inflammatory effects really important to support your metabolic hormones that's why we called it metabolism plus and with healing your metabolism you are getting more energy yes all right babe and as you know it's the orders are delayed until december 10 but if you want to put your order in and reserve yours please feel free to do so but yeah december 10 orders are delayed until link in the description if you are interested all right Cool. On that note, so that is basically all the, um, you know, the reasons and the, the treatments for PCOS fatigue. Again, if you want to see the whole list on blog format, just go to PCOSweightloss.org slash blog. You can find this one as well as all the other blogs that we release uh, weekly. Um, basically, like twice a week, we release blogs on our website. So if you're, if you're ever looking for information, just go there and you'll find some great stuff. Wins of the week. Yes, ma'am. Let's hit it. Yes, ma'am. These are sisters who are managing their symptoms, losing weight, and thriving with PCOS. Yes. Stephanie Macias in the sisterhood. She popped a little message to us in the private Facebook group. It's non NSV means non-scale victory. Oh. Okay. Non-scale victory. This is my second month where my period is on time and it's actually a normal period. I started Ovacetol. I'm currently on 1150 milligrams. Oh, I started Inositol. I'm currently on 1150 milligrams. I'm not sure I can go up any higher. However, I had to lower my metformin. Huge win for me. I noticed it was too high when I almost passed out in the shower. Once wow. it was lowered from 2,000 to 1,500 to 1,000, I saw a huge difference in my energy. I'm no longer hypoglycemic. Lastly, facial hair is significantly lower now. I drink 20 ounces of spearmint tea daily mixed with inositol. The only time I notice an increase in hair is if I eat a ton of sugar and processed foods. Love this lifestyle for me. I'm so it's proud amazing. of you, Stephanie. Look at you managing your blood sugar, yeah. getting your energy under control, and facial hair. spearmint tea. Yeah, that facial hair going significantly lower. She said, that's amazing. Great job, Stephanie. Woo. Next. All right. 
Tikwanya Jones. This one is from Instagram. And she says, I haven't taken Metabolism Plus yet, but I do uh, workouts three times a week in yoga, and all of this has changed my life. I learned my carb tolerance and went 95% dairy and gluten-free because I do allow myself on occasion to have some of my old faves, of course. And she says, it's gotten me 40 pounds down this year. I felt so seen following your page. Amazing. Amazing. I'm so proud of you. I love hearing... When people are thriving with PCOS and losing weight, because I know how hard it is to not be able to lose weight, even though you think, you know, I'm eating healthy, I'm doing all the things. But once you're really supporting your metabolism, you're doing the right workouts, you're lifting weights, you're removing inflammatory foods like gluten and dairy. That's when you start seeing the results and just losing weight naturally. Like Danielle Warner here. Yeah. Our next one. From the sisterhood. She sends us a picture a little before and after here. 35 pounds down in five months. That's like eight pounds a month. Amazing. So thankful I found the sisterhood. Well, we're thankful for having you. Yeah. That's about two pounds per week, which is a healthy rate to lose weight, especially with PCOS. I mean, she looks amazing in both pictures, but we're just so happy that she's able to thrive with PCOS and just, you know, uh, be able to reverse her symptoms and just feel better. So it's just amazing. You can tell from her glow. Yeah, amazing for Danielle. So so great job. Amazing. So sisters, for anyone who's listening, if you want to learn more about some of the things we talked about in this episode and really just deep dive into discovering your carb tolerance, into managing your insulin resistance, going gluten and dairy free, you can always join us in the sisterhood like these sisters that we just read their testimonies of and learn all of these things. We have fun and informative videos that really deep dive and also a workbook and just everything you could possibly need to really, really learn what is going on with your metabolism and how to improve it and have more energy. Yes, absolutely. And if you do want Metabolism Plus, again, we're sorry about the delay. December 10 is the estimated ship date. And, uh, See, that's going gray over here. I, I, Overnight. I might finally get gray hairs. I, I guess we, I guess wow. we, I might finally get it. Is this get it? it? Is this it? Is this what causes it? Oh my God. Is it curcumin? anyway we hope uh, you enjoyed this episode if you did um, we would really appreciate it if you left us a review and subscribed for the next episode have a great week we love you and we will see you next episode talk to you soon take care bye if you enjoyed listening to this podcast you have to come check out the sisterhood it's my monthly membership site where sisters just like you are learning how to move through the stages of PCOS From stage one, cold and alone at the doctor's office, to stage five, nailing the PCOS lifestyle, gluten and dairy free. Get ready to finally feel in control of your body again.